This is 10 for Tweens. The Empowerful Girls podcast that reinforces tween self-esteem in 10 minutes. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, this is episode 21 of 10 for Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. Thank you so much for listening. This episode was inspired by an empowerful girl from India. Her name is Adia and she wanted to know how to feel good when you are sad. Thank you, Adia. I know asking for help, especially when you're sad, isn't easy. It's a brave thing to do though. And I appreciate you sending me a message. A lot of things in life can stir up feelings of sadness. Maybe you're not enjoying school or you missed out on something that you really wanted to do. Your family isn't getting along or there's tension with your friends or you're just struggling with what's going on in your life. You might even feel like you're in a dark tunnel or a deep hole and you don't know how to get out. While experiencing a sad moment, have you ever had someone tell you, oh, don't be sad, it's okay. Turn that frown upside down. Just be happy. Did hearing that instantly change your mood from sad to happy? Probably not. And while I appreciate that person was trying to help, it didn't work. And that's because we can't bypass our feelings. You can't skip ahead or go around them. As psychologist and author Emily Nagoski explained, emotions are tunnels. You have to move all the way through them to get to the light at the end. So first, I need you to know it's okay to not be okay sometimes. You don't have to be happy all of the time. It's human to experience a lot of different emotions every day. Sadness happens. There's no shame there. Everyone find themselves in a sadness tunnel at some point. I've been there plenty, so I get it. Instead of feeling bad about feeling sad, accept it. Give yourself permission to feel sad right now. It's okay to not be okay. Once you've accepted that, explore why you're sad. Try to mentally dig to see where your sadness is coming from. Was it a certain event or a lot of things that piled up over time? Are there other people involved or was it mostly thoughts in your head? Are there big changes happening? Those are all factors that could be where your sadness is stemming from. And then get curious and go deeper to get to the roots of your feelings. Does your sadness come from feeling lost, overwhelmed, hurt, lonely, afraid, rejected, or helpless? An exploration technique that I find helpful is to write down my feelings. Sometimes people call it a brain dump. Don't worry about flow or structure. Just let it out on a paper. Not on a phone or a computer physically write to release your feelings. Decide later what to do with it. You can save it, share it, trash it. Just get it out first. I'll be honest, examining your feelings, um, it might not feel very good at first. But this discovery 
and the self-awareness is incredibly important. You're not making a permanent residence in the sadness tunnel. You're visiting, just passing through the emotion, right? Sit with that discomfort long enough to learn from it. And then you can find your way through this sadness tunnel and make it out on the other end. Now let's discuss some more tools that can help you on your journey. Reach out, please. You don't have to experience this alone. Reach out to someone, a family member, a friend, an adult you trust. Talking about what's going on may help you feel heard, understood, and not so lonely. Or if you just need company, a hug, or a hand to hold, that's fine too. Ask for help and connect with someone. Another tool is music. I'm a huge fan of feeling with music. Think of a song that you like that really connects with your feelings. Either listen intently as it plays or sing along and belt out your emotions. Put it on repeat or listen to a feelings playlist to release some sadness. Move. However appeals to you, move your body. Take yourself on a walk. Dance to a meaningful song. Run up and down some stairs. Punch a pillow. Do a few yoga poses. Ride your bike. Jump rope. Anything that gets your body moving and your blood flowing can help you physically release some emotions. Uh, breathe. I know I've talked about it before, and that's how important it is. Breathing can anchor you when you feel like your sadness is spiraling. When so much is out of your control, breathing is something that can help you slow down, relax your body, calm yourself, and clear your head. Cry. This may seem obvious, but also there is no shame in crying. Cry as you write, as you listen to music, while you breathe, on your walk, when you're with someone. Cry as you dig your way through your emotions. Crying is cathartic. It releases stress. And it may even help you feel better afterward. So it's okay. Have a good cry. Gratitude. Now, it's not to trivialize your sadness or erase your worries or make you feel guilty or ungrateful. Practicing gratitude actually gives us perspective. When we feel bad, it helps us recognize the things that are good in our lives. What's something that you're grateful for about yourself or your abilities or someone who means a lot to you, something you were able to do? something you have, try writing down the three to five things that you're grateful for and why, so you can attach meaning to it. Keep doing that for a few days and see how you feel. Give service. Doing something kind for someone can help you feel better, whether it's something simple like fixing a toy for your sibling or participating in a whole organized service project. Um, turning outward to help someone else adjusts our focus and gives us perspective and helps us feel better. If you aren't sure how to give service, try a random act of kindness, like writing a thank you note, giving someone a high five and telling them they're awesome, or paint rocks with positive words or pictures and leave them in the park. Laughter. They say laughter is the best medicine. 
And there's science to back it up. Laughter not only improves your mood by releasing endorphins, it also reduces stress, it relaxes your muscles, it increases overall satisfaction with life. So spend some time with someone who always makes you laugh or watch your favorite funny show, uh, turn on a comical podcast or revisit some memes or videos that made you bust up in the past. Nature. Spend some time in nature. Get away from noises and disconnect from screens so that you can recharge in a natural setting. Get some fresh air, preferably with sunlight. Uh, go to a park, a trail, a field, some nearby wilderness. Go with a friend or a family member so that you can share this experience together. And lastly, enjoy. Enjoy doing an activity that you've enjoyed before. Anything that makes you feel really good. Read, play with animals, build with Legos, craft, play a sport, bake, jump on a trampoline, dance, create art, complete a puzzle, play a game with your family, anything. You may start out still a bit sad, but doing something you enjoy can help improve your mood. It's okay to not be okay. And there's lots you can do to help you feel better. If your sadness lasts a while, I encourage you to talk to an adult you trust so that they can help you. It's not your fault that this sadness tunnel is longer than you thought. You're not alone. And I know there are many people and resources that want to help you get through it. So please reach out. To help you remember all of this, I created a for when you're sad poster that you can print out, personalize and post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it and believe it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 21 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. A few books that illustrate coping with sadness are When Sadness is at Your Door by Eva Elland and Sometimes When I'm Sad by Dr. Deborah Sarani. And if you're looking for a book that's more specific to your sadness, I encourage you to check your local library. There are lots of books that can help you with what's going on. And if you have favorites to add to this list or have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email. Tweens, please get the okay from your parents. Email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 21 of the 10 for Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.